Hi guys, Esther Kasmira here and thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me. I don't take your time for granted. I can tell you that because today I woke up and the thing that's been on my mind for the past two hours is what are those things that we've been taking for granted that we should be grateful for? For me, there are many. <laughs> like for the past two hours, I've been thinking about them and there are quite a few and one of them is just waking up in the morning, you know. So those are one of the things this pandemic has taught me. It's taught me to think differently as to the way I was thinking before. That's why I believe strongly that this pandemic has changed the way things are. I don't think we'll ever go back to the way we were. And a lot of it is things that we took for granted, you know. I used to, I used to have events and... I used to take them for granted because I knew people would show up. I knew it would happen. I never in my mind would ever think that people were not supposed to meet in a room, you know. So for that to happen and to feel like you don't even have, you know, control over a, the spread of, of like a virus, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It really is. This is stuff of movies, but it actually happened and people lost their lives. And I'm forever grateful for the people at the front line who, who stood in the face of it and who fought it and who protected us because those are the things that we take for granted. We say, of course, they're nurses, of course, they're doctors that are there every day. But this made me appreciate them a million times more. You have no idea. Because I was thinking somebody wakes up in the morning and they have families, you know, they, but they're going there and they're fighting a deadly virus every day in the face of it, treating people, saving their lives. It's, it's not something easy. So today I'm just full of gratitude. I really am. And it's just everything that's been happening, you know, because it, it made us take things for granted. And the UK has opened up. People are allowed indoors and it looks weird. <laughs> it looks weird going to a restaurant and sitting inside. I've just, I'm, I'm outside a Starbucks, you know, grabbing my favorite latte and seeing people sitting inside. Those are the things that have made me really feel grateful, you know, grateful that we can actually sit inside. Before it was, of course I can sit inside as long as Starbucks is open, you know, I can just go in, meet people, meet friends. So now I'm even thinking of contacting people, you know, like, the people I used to meet for coffees, you know, talk about business, talk about strategy, talk about events, talk about all sorts of things, you know, go to networking events, you know, oh my gosh, I used to go for them every week, I would go like for two, three events, I love them, I love meeting business people and talking about their businesses and how I can help them and how they can help me, you know, networking is one of my favorite things and that was taken away for over a year. When I think about it now, it's weird. Over a year, I haven't met people. I mean, I have a feeling if I go for a networking event, they'll have to throw me out because I'll not want to leave, you know? I can't imagine being in a room with people. It will be so exciting, you know? I'll be talking to people and I'll not want to leave. They'll just have to tell me to go. I'll be the last one out of that room. I can tell you that for free. So... There's so many events happening later on in the year that I'm excited about. One of them is um, an event, I think, in, uh, in I think it's in, you know, I've even forgotten. <laughs> That's weird because I paid for it. 
and we're going to be showcasing there and it's um it's the black i think it's the black business show you know a huge event and there's going to be like loads of businesses and it's going to be one of our first times to actually go out there and and meet people you know and have an event indoors where you know we're able to put stuff up and it's it's just going to feel different it's just going to feel weird but it's going to feel exciting you know because it's it's sort of like it's it's sort of like those first steps to normalcy you know those first steps to the life we lived before but now you know we are more grateful for so we're not going to take it for granted again i won't i know i won't and then what other thing have i been taking for granted my health big style i can't even tell you i used to think yeah i'm going to live 100 years but now i'm thinking actually you know this this life is like a party it can end any time <laughs> so you might as well make the most of it you know you go to a party and they tell you that this party ends at 2 and when you look at the at your watch it's half past midnight you're thinking that's one and a half hours away. I might as well make the most of it, you know. I might as well dance to all the music. I might as well meet all the people. I might as well enjoy all the food, all the drink. That's how life is. At least that's what I've seen in this past year. Whereby, any time you are gone, you know. I've rung friends of mine because I was ringing people all the time. Because I was worried, you know, there's so many, so many friends of mine I haven't seen for years. And I was ringing them just to see, how are you doing? And some of them were ill. Some of them couldn't pick up their calls. Some of them would ring me and say, oh, Esther, the time you called me, I was so ill. I couldn't even pick up the phone because I had the virus. How scary is that? You know, these are young people. So I'm not, I'm not going to take my health for granted. And because of that, I do running. Because of that, I got the Peloton. I do exercise every morning. Now, that is a challenge, ladies and gentlemen. I can't even tell you. Oh, my gosh. So, at first, it was exciting, you know. But one of the things I learned about doing anything is that it will get challenging. Because the beginning is always exciting. You know, you start something new. You feel different. But now when you are committing to that thing every day, when you're waking up at a certain time, because I had to readjust what time I was waking up. Now I wake up at five in the morning. But when I actually set it, it was exciting. But after the excitement wore off, I started feeling, I was like, do I really need to wake up at five? Really? You know? I used to wake up at 6.30. Like, why am I waking up at five? To exercise. Am I crazy? I'm thinking, should I just put it off for this week? But that voice is the worst voice. That inner voice, you have to fight it. How did I fight it? I had to go back to my whys. I had to revisit why I was doing it. I said, Esther, why did you even decide to wake up at five in the morning in the first place? That was to improve your health. You know, you say you want to live till you're 100. So that is one of the biggest steps to living till you're 100. Because when you exercise every day your health gets better and better. Your body gets stronger and stronger. So now, if you're not exercising, then why did you set the thing in, up in the first place? So what are you going to do with the Peloton? Give it away, sell it on eBay or Amazon? No, it's there. You, you created space for it in your house, so you have to use it. You have to jump on that thing, whether you want it or not. 
because it's improving your health. It's a positive thing. Forget the laziness. Defy the odds. Kick the laziness out. Kick those doubts out. Kick the fact that, oh, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm not used to working out because I'm aching or I'm going to get injuries. You know, I had some friends telling me, you're going to get injuries if you work out every day. And I believed them. You know, so those are cop-outs, I believe. They really are. I was like, do you know what? I haven't got the injury yet. I've been working out for three months. I need to keep going. So, what, how do I do it? How I do it is, when I wake up at five in the morning, first of all, I read something positive. Well, those are one of the things that will put you in the right headspace. So, I'll read something positive. There's so many, so many. Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins. You know, it's endless. Les Brown. You know, there's so many books out there. Brian Tracy. So many people. You know, so just get a book on Kindle. Read it on your phone. So that's what I do in the mornings. So I wake up in the morning, open my Kindle, then read for at least half an hour. So that puts me in the right headspace. I'm thinking, wow, you know, this is life. This is something to be grateful for. This is, you know, exercise is the thing that I need to do now because I'm in the right headspace. You know, I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling, yeah, go for it. And then I make sure that my workout gear is there. I can see it. I put it next to my bedside. That's important. That's the thing that has worked for me. Just having my gear there is amazing. So I'll have my gear there. So when I wake up, no excuses. And I make sure I don't even think about it. Because when you think about it, you won't do it. And that's why when I used to exercise later on in the day, I used to talk myself out of it during the day. Oh, I'm tired. You know, it's been a long day. You know, I've been running around a lot. You know, I, I, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, you just go through the day. And then when it comes to that time, you're thinking, ah, oh, no, it's raining. You know, it's, so, so the excuses are loads. And they come into your head the whole day. But if you're doing it first thing in the morning, that's the best time. I can't even tell you. The best time because I have not missed a morning. That's why I'm saying to you, it's the best time. So, I wake up, gear there. So when I, when I get out of bed, I'm literally stepping on my gear. So it is there, you know. It's not that I have to walk to anywhere else to get it into maybe my dressing room or something. No, the gear is there. I can see it in my eyes. And so I have to wear it, you know, because that's the only thing in front of me. So you're not even thinking. You're just wearing it. Then you wear it, you go, you brush your teeth. So another thing I do is I have a drink before I work out. So I'll get my drink. Then obviously everyone is asleep. So I have my headphones on and I jump on the peloton. I don't think about it at all. It's just like I'm like a robot, you know, step by step by step by step. And I'll even leave my headphones charging the night before. I will get my workout gear and put it in the room the night before. I don't go to bed till I've found the gear I'm going to work out in the following morning. And when you get these habits, they work. I'm telling you this because I've done this for four months now. It's working and I'm keeping going. And there are times, believe you me, there are times I wake up in the morning and I can't even move. I'm thinking, what is it five already? I can't do it today. You know, why, why can't I just leave today? You know, it's, it's not the end of the world, you know. Why can't I just leave it today? But guess what? I'll start to feel bad because it's now a habit. I'll start to feel bad, especially when I wake up 
And I say, oh, I can't do it today. It's five o'clock. I can't do it. And maybe I'll start reading and say, okay, when I read, I'll go back to bed, you know. But when I see my gear looking at me, I'll wear it. I can guarantee you that. I'll wear it. So guys, ladies, please, please think about this. Really, really think about this. Some of you, your jobs have completely changed. Where you're going to work from home, maybe on and offish, or even just indefinitely. This will be much easier, you know. It will be much, much easier. Wake up in the morning, you know, do exercise. It puts you in the right headspace. You have no idea. Especially if you've read something positive, you know, because you're starting the day off at, on a high. Seriously. No amount of coffee makes me feel good as when I've finished a workout. Now, what do I do next? But this is a build-up, guys. This is not something I did like the first day, you know. After two months of doing this and I felt like I was in the right headspace, I felt like I was now really going for it. I'd done it for eight weeks. I was happy. What I do is I have a cold shower after workout. Now, that is another one that really needs getting used to. And remember, this is like winter. So the pipes are really cold. So the water is ice cold. At first I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to fall ill, you know. But now I do it every morning. And the thing is, it does something to your body. It's weird. So when I, when I pour cold water on my body, it warms up. It's so weird. Like, that's, it's such a, an amazing experience. It takes me back to my boarding school days. Because I went to boarding school. When I was like, I think they call it A-levels here. I was around 13, 14, 15. And we used to have cold showers in the morning because we didn't have hot water. So we used to have like cold water. But it was all right because as in Uganda, it was hot, you know. And the water was like here lukewarm. So we used to have showers like that every morning. But it takes me back to those days, you know. It really does. But now it's a level higher because the water is colder. I can't even tell you. It's colder. And what I do is I take everything off. I switch everything off just in case some warm water will seep through. Or just in case the water is lukewarm. I want it proper, proper cold. Because then it sends a signal to my brain that I'm not negotiating with my mind. My mind tried to keep me in bed, not work out. I ignored that. My mind wants me to take a warm shower. It is begging me. By that time, I tell you, my mind is begging me, please. And I'll just switch everything off. You know, I'll just go to the main, the mains. I'll go to the mains and switch all the gas off. So the water is stone cold. And then I'll have a shower. And it feels so good. I was reading about it. And they actually said it's really, really good to have a cold shower because apparently it does something to your cells. I can't remember. But it said it's really good. It, 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 it kind of like... It, uh, I'll, have to re- I'll have to read that stuff again and tell you because I read it quite a while back. So it, it reminded me of, of why I was doing it. I was like, actually, this will send another signal to my brain because I, I don't... I'm always, always fighting that... that that small talk at the back of my mind that makes me doubt myself i'm always fighting it i always think if if i'm procrastinating i'm thinking no let me just do it you know let me just do this thing sometimes i'm feeling lazy i'm like oh i don't feel like doing this paperwork but i'll say ah oh, esther that's the voice that's the voice just do the paperwork 
and I'll get up and I'll do it. And I'll, I'll start by saying, I'll just do it for five minutes. And then I'll find myself getting carried away and doing everything and feeling proud and feeling good. Then I'm like, so how do I break that? So I, I keep breaking it. I keep fighting it the whole day. And it will always be there, guys. The only thing is when you keep fighting it, the voice gets more silent and it goes away more. It's not in your face all the time like before because it knows it's, it's like, you know what, let's not bother today. So, so many times I can tell you like seven out of 10 times, I don't feel like I'm fighting it as before. Before it was huge, you know, and sometimes I'd give into it and I'd feel so bad. But now I'm learning to like keep fighting it. And I think that's when you succeed because I believe strongly, I believe that successful people procrastinate over things that are not, don't really bring them that success. But unsuccessful people, they procrastinate on the important things, the things that are going to make them successful, you know, the things that, are, that, that they should be doing. Those are the things they procrastinate on. So procrastination is there, but I just push it towards the things that are not really important, like tidying up my room. I can't procrastinate on that. I'm, 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 I'm very messy anyway. So tidying up the room is something that I'll do, you know, later on in the day when, but if it comes to something like a meeting that's going to change my business or making that phone call that is going to change my business. That's going to give me an opportunity, maybe a speaking opportunity. Those are one of my favorite now. I will make that call. I don't care. You know, I'm not going to listen to voice messages. I'm not going to listen to he's busy. I'll chase them down till I get them and speak to them and get that gig. So those are the things I don't procrastinate on. I don't say, oh, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. So that's, that's the key, I believe. That's the key to success. It's not difficult. You know, just think of those things, write them down, write down everything you need to do. Start there, write down everything to, you need to do and then mark them and say, what are the most important things? The things that are life changing, maybe like looking for a job, you know, or getting that proper marketing guy for your social media. That's going to propel you maybe on Instagram and get you more, more people calling your business. You know, those are things you can't procrastinate on, you know, even just doing that course to work on yourself, you know, or going for that seminar or, you know, signing up to improving your staff training. You know, somebody's telling you that this thing is going to make your staff speak to clients better. Or, those are things you need to get involved in. Those are things you cannot procrastinate on. You know, procrastinate on sweeping the floor. <laughs> procrastinate on, I don't know, like changing the stationery you guys are using, but don't procrastinate on something that affects your clients because that's where the money is coming in. So have a list of stuff. Then you have your A stuff. Those are things you have to do. If you don't do them, you're in trouble. If you don't do them, there's a cash flow issue, you know, ringing that client, finding out whether they need more services, finding out whether they're happy with your services. That's important. And then have your B tasks, you know. So your B tasks are, you know, looking around thinking should we change our furniture should we so so those things you can start to delegate you know and then things you don't really need to do but you can do them if you want to you know you can do them if you want to so 
think about your tasks. Think about the things you need to delegate, but think about the things you need to work on. It could be one or two things, and that's it for the day. You know, I believe, I believe so strongly in Tim Ferriss because that's what he says. He says, guys, you should see my day. If you hang out with me, you'll be so bored. Well, I just walk around, you know, have a coffee, walk around. But I'm thinking of that big thing that I can do that can completely blow me out of the water and get me up there. That's the thing I'm thinking about. And once I get it, I do it. So that's what to do, guys. Those important two things you need to do in the day. Forget the rest. Delegate the rest. Forget about them. But think about that phone call and do it. Think about that email that you need to respond to. Think about that client you need to call up and say, you know, are you happy with our services? Can we give you more? Think about that new line you're trying to that new line you're trying to introduce for your business, for your clients. You know that that new product that you want to bring in. Are you bringing it in? Have you got the money? Look for the money. Do it now. Have a sense of urgency for the things that make you succeed and you will not regret it. So guys, do you know I was not even going to talk about any of this today. I was going to talk about my previous episode because it was so successful. I got a lot of feedback from it. Keep climbing, you know, where I was talking about the greatest education you'll ever receive. It will come from taking risks, you know. And I loved it. And I was going to talk about it, but I'll talk about it next time. Because today I was just thinking about gratitude and how we can make ourselves start to basically how we can come out of this pandemic better than we went in you know and i believe gratitude is the key because when you're grateful you're humble when you're humble you work harder when you work harder you're not complacent when you're not complacent you succeed because you focus you know you're thinking these are the things i could lose and i can't afford to lose them so let me make the most of them let me go to that party and really party, you know? Let me really party. Let me have that sense of urgency. Let me go for the stuff I really want to go for. And it will propel you. You'll never regret it. And you'll live your dreams. You'll give your family that life you know they deserve, you know? That life they're looking to you, waiting for you to give them. Because you're the one who will inspire them. So guys... That's all I had for today. Um, I love these 20-minute spaces because then they will help me to, to just keep going, to just keep things in bite-sized amounts. So I got to go now. But thank you so much for listening. I love it. Send me a message on Instagram. Send me a message on Facebook. Bookkeeping that works. Esther Kismira. Look for me on Instagram. Tell me what you think. Tell me what your business is. Tell me what your job is. Tell me... Tell me about the things that you find are important. Tell me about the things that you used to take for granted that you no longer take for granted now. Even if it's one thing, what have you changed? You know, so I got to sign off now, but it's been, it's been a pleasure, a pleasure talking to you. So let me know what you think and I will be speaking to you soon. So live happily, you know, make sure you're happy every day live fulfilled and what are the things that fulfill you you know when you start thinking about them you'll get them whatever we look for we find so when we're living a life it's a life that we choose 
And that life is a life we've worked so hard for. If you just go through life casually, you end up a casualty. Period. So how are you going how are you going through your life? What are the things you're focusing on? Are they things that are actually propelling you to the next level? Or are they just easy things that you feel, you know? Even if you didn't do them, your life would, would still be the same, you know? It's easy to focus on things like that because they're easy. Let's do the challenging things. Let's do the things that will make us grow. And believe you me, you'll not regret it. So guys, I gotta sign off, but it's, it's, it's been lovely. It's been lovely talking to you today. And... I will be talking to you soon. Bye for now.